0: Miras launches Design Quarter and the Creative Hub D3. And Alec appointed to be the main contractor for the UAE's first casino resort in Ras al-Khaimah. And finally, property prices increased by 0.5% with steady growths expected ahead. You're watching the Real Estate Report. I'm your host Omar and the details coming up next. Good morning, and thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Report. And we kick off this week's coverage with the mega developer Miras, who launched Design Quarter in D3 and is set to be the first premium residential community within the creative hub. The first phase of design quarter will consist of 558 units across three towers. Now construction is set to begin this year and expected to be completed by May of 2027. The Ras Al Khaimah-based master developer Marjan in partnership with Rack Hospitality and Wind Resorts have announced the appointment of two construction contractors of the Wind Resort home to the UAE's first casino resort, and is expected to be open in Ras al-Khaimah early 2027. The Wind Resort will feature over 1,000 hotel rooms, a high-end shopping mall, and more than 10 restaurants and lounges, in addition to a wide array of entertainment choices, gaming areas, and other amenities. The development is expected to be double the size of the Wind Resort in Las Vegas and amongst the 10 biggest casinos in the world. And moving on, according to propertymonitor.com, the property price growth in Dubai continued in February with monthly gains of 0.58%, representing the smallest monthly increase since July of last year and is considered to many real estate investors to be a healthy indication of the Dubai property market. And now for a quick look at the latest data and transactions reported by the Dubai Land Department. Over the past seven days, nearly 3,000 residential transactions have been reported, and a total of 10,315 residential transactions reported month to date. Now, the ready properties make up about 48%, and off-plan transactions making up 52% of those transactions. Well, it's no secret nor surprise that the real estate transactions over the past few months have been reaching record numbers. But let's take a deeper look at what makes up some of these transactions starting with last month, the month of February. PropertyMonitor.com reports a total of 8,192 residential transactions with about an 8% decrease month on month, yet still a 40% increase year on year. And a total of 935 commercial transactions for a total of 9,000. 128 total transactions and with that being said the highest recorded transaction being a nine-bedroom lighthouse unit in Bulgari which was sold for an absolutely whopping 410 million dirhams now the mentioned transactions are broken down as follows 4451 off-plan transactions and 4577 completed transactions so nearly a 50 50 split here Now, while the off-plan transactions did decrease by 10.2% month on month, they still witnessed an increase of about 76.6% year on year. Now, once again, as reported by propertymonitor.com. To discuss the increased demand in the off-plan market of Dubai, we welcome to the show the head of development at Damak Properties and the CEO of Dacha Real Estate. That and more coming up after the break. So don't go away. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are joined here at the studio by the head of development for Damak Properties and the CEO of Dacha Real Estate. Guys, very happy to have you here. And let's get straight into it. Off-plan properties, increased demand, What's happening? What's driving it? Let's start with Dacha real estate. Of
1: course, there has been a huge influx of buyers into the Dubai real estate market, whether it's off plan or secondary. So I think just the huge interest in the Dubai real estate market since 2020 is driving the demand. I think when uh, end users see such a big jump, they tend to get scared. Like what is happening, that the market is going to crash or whatever, but I think if the market is steadily gaining the price, it gives uh, confidence in the market. And of course, uh, since the conflict started between Russia and Ukraine, we've seen uh, one of the top buyers right now are definitely from Russia. So that's also another thing that's driving the buyers here in the demand.
0: Dr. Mohammed,
2: Dubai uh, changed substantially over the last few years from positioning at the global level and from a lifestyle and maturity in terms of economy. Usually what drives a uh, value of properties worldwide in any city in the world is urban growth and population density. It boils down to that. These two factors together are elevating the prices of Dubai and actually are rectifying it because it's impossible how a city like Dubai, where all of its lifestyle, safety and security, infrastructure, uh, smart and digital uh, systems in the governments, entertainment, All what you think of sun, beaches, everything is there. It's impossible that the price per square foot is way, way cheaper than cities like London, Paris, Singapore, or even look at the region. Would you imagine, Omar, that in Beirut, with all the economic crisis, in some areas, the price per square foot or per square meter is more expensive than Dubai? There is no logic that would justify that. So what I'm seeing now is actually a rectification in real estate value of Dubai, and Dubai is elevating itself at a certain level at which I don't see any way back. The prices that you've seen 2014, 16, 17, forget about it, you're not going to see it anymore. There will be a stability in the market at some point in time, let's be realistic. But now Dubai moved from tier to another tier. Now we are in the big boys league, and that's why I don't see any way back after that.
0: Do you think this sort of steady growth that we saw recently will continue?
1: The the reason that Dubai prices are increasing is because of the way Dubai has positioned itself in the world. Now Dubai has become like a global phenomenon. Everybody knows about Dubai, everybody wants to come visit here, and a lot of people want to come and live here. Uh, With the energy crisis now happening in Europe, people are really seeing a decline in lifestyle in Europe, in Russia, in other countries. And they want to come to Dubai, people who have money want to come to Dubai and settle down here for the safety. For the lifestyle and just what Dubai has to offer
0: today you see a lot of developers collaborating associating their names with a lot of luxury brands you know you've recently we've seen Jacob and Co in your case you've got Cavalli um, and a few other brand names luxury names this obviously adds a premium to the average square foot pricing let's call it right do you think from an investor's perspective it is actually worth paying that sort of premium and I have a feeling you're going to say yes because DAMAC is developing Cavalli, right? But is it truly worth it for the investor to actually pay that premium just because of the brand name association?
2: The name itself definitely adds value. But will it add a lot of premium? You need also to be a smart buyer. I need to look at two major factors and that's a general advice for whoever is going to buy a property with a brand name, whether that's with DAMAC or not with DAMAC check how the brand name is being marketed. Is it by X? Is it interior by Y? Second, check if the renderings, you will see the logo of the brand sitting on it. Or is it just a name that's being sitting on the brochure? That's a very, very important detail. That's a game changer, actually. If the brand is not being dragged across the whole building from a lifestyle perspective, because think about this. When you want to deliver it later on or when you want to lease it, your tenant will look at the lifestyle that you're offering him. So if just a name and that name doesn't change or reflect in the lifestyle being provided in the building, the name is useless. Right.
0: Okay. What's your opinion on the current market perception? You talk to people, they say, well, I don't want to go with Damak. They're known for having bad quality, bad finishing, etc. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I would strongly invite you to go and look at all of the recent deliverables or deliveries that we've done. As an example, the a la carte villas in Damak Hills. Check the level of quality, level of finishes, the delivery on time, and to make a long story short, I'm the head of development of Damak, right? Do you know where I live? Damak Hills. I'm assuming <laughs> okay. Hills, of course. So in a nutshell, we are practicing what we are preaching. What is your perception yeah, I on the property? Yeah, it's going to say it's property, to ask me as right? an agent right, right. versus would you actually, when it comes to, come to yeah,
0: when it comes to your actual clients, what would you tell them? well or would first you of all,
1: Because I've been here since 2007, right. I can not agree that Projects that were handed over after the crisis in 2008, there were so many issues, right? Like with payments and stuff, because there was a crisis. They might have lacked in quality, but at the same time, Damak stayed here, and I'm not promoting Damak, but Damak has stayed here and continued to flourish. I do go and visit uh, many communities, which are all good quality. And I think uh, Damak has really improved what what it was, let's say in 2008 uh, versus what it is now. And I don't hear any bad, negative comments from clients or agents in the market. All right,
0: I think that's uh, enough airtime advertising <laughs> for today. Um, very quickly before we wrap things up, um, from Alessia, mm-hmm. give us your top three recommendations to any of the real estate investors that are interested, looking into Dubai, what is trending right now, what do you recommend, what do you advise based on different price ranges, let's call it.
1: I love properties by the beachfront or right. villa, family communities like villa communities, where there's going to be less units in that specific area. So, you know, the supply is limited. Like, if we talk about Damak again, Damak Bay, which is on the Imar beachfront, it's uh, beach facing, sea facing communities. So, for me, locations that are always in demand, like from the various crises I've seen in Dubai, for example, Palm Jumeirah, always kept in value because it's unique, because it's on the beach, right? So or if we look at the community such as the Mac Hills, which is a really beautiful golf course community that's established, and of course the Mac Lagoons is going to be, which is off plan is going to be handing over there, so the value is going to be there. So look at the area, how many units are going to be in that area, and of course the quality of the developer that's my my three main criteria
0: ladies and gentlemen there you have it we had a great time with our guests here before we wrap things up want to give a special thanks to the dubai land department and property monitor for supplying us with all the data and information today ladies and gentlemen once again i was your host omar and be sure to tune in to next week's episode of the real estate report